Hello, welcome to the Taylor Remy Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Taylor, and today we're going to be interviewing a person who is the current co-founder of a brand called Stack, but he's also started up multiple startups in the past like that we're going to talk about on this podcast right now. Give it up for Mark Kelly. Mark, it is amazing to have you on the Taylor Remy Podcast. How are you doing? Good. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me. Uh, Glad to be on. All right, anytime, man. Like, you know, it's great to have you on. So, like, you know, tell me a bit more about yourself, even though I literally just mentioned, like, you know, something about yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, Mark, I'm from, I'm from Dublin. Um, and I, as you said as well, the co-founder of Stack. So, it's a kind of a growth consultancy uh, helping out scaling tech companies grow. So, whether it be, you know, connecting them with VCs, marketing agencies, building their teams, you know, in terms of getting them talent, stuff like that. So, we just kind of get involved from an early early stage and just help them through their their process of becoming a, a massive company. Okay, cool. So, like, you know, um, well, first of all, my first question is, like, you know, what made you want to, you know, uh, make stacks? Like, you know, I, I want to know, like, you yeah. know, what was your process? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, from a kind of an early age in, in college, I've me and kind of all my mates, we've always been sort of entrepreneurial and always looking to kind of set up a business and grow something and. So it's kind of a mix of two things, you know, building a company yourself and then obviously having a part in building other people's companies. So it's kind of like the perfect, the perfect match where you get to just really throw yourself into the startup world and, and just the, you know, the growth phase of a company. So it's, yeah, just having my own one is cool and that whole side of things, but getting to be involved in, in all types of other companies growth is, is the other side of the coin. So, hmm. yeah. all right. All right. All right. That's great to hear. So like, you know, uh, my next question to you is like, you know, before any of this, before like, you know, you decide to like, you know, do the multiple startups and like, you know, be the co-founder of this startup. Has there, has there been a point in your life where you saw yourself? Uh, I'm sorry. Did I cut off for a bit? No, no, no. Okay, cool. Okay. Sorry. Like, all right. Anyways, like, you know, has there been a point in your life where you saw yourself doing something else from like, you know, when you were a kid or like when you were a teenager, et cetera? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's changed quite a lot, actually. So I've kind of done a few different things. Um, it's just sort of, you know, something pops up and it's a great opportunity. And if it's something that you see yourself kind of doing or you want to do, or it's a challenge or it might give you something that's helps you out with the rest of your life, then I've kind of always been someone who goes with the flow and, and just takes takes it on board. But I guess yeah, from, from a kid, I've always wanted to be, you know, a pro football player or like your rugby player or cricket, and things like that. And then quickly my... Uh, my dreams were dashed and <laughs> had to go into the, the world of, of business and stuff like that. But um, no, I think, um, you know, after, since I was kind of like 17, 18, it was kind of obvious that I wanted to learn all about business and, and all about companies and how to set one up, how to run one, all the different things that go into it. And, you know, you think it'll be, you know, just find out the information over the course of a year and then you're all set. But really it's, it's kind of a lifelong learning session, I guess. But um hopefully i'm a little bit a little bit of the way there by now <laughs> no no i think you're all the way there i think you're there now like i mean you're like you're 33 like you know you you've uh wanted to do certain things and it's like you know and now like you know your mindset has shifted I, yeah i think you're pretty i think you're good um so um yeah so like uh, you also told me you started up you started multiple startups like you know some like you know which uh did all, like i know i got a question though like you know did uh the one, you also said you started up one in college that failed. Like, so did the other startups fail or like, you know, do you still have some going on to this day? Yeah, well, <laughs> one of them, I, I don't know if I'd even call it a startup at this point, but it was, we came up with a kind of, I thought a pretty cool idea during college. It was called Study Buddy. And basically it was an application that blocks um, 
websites and things like that from your computer that may be distractions from like you studying or working. I know, I know when I went into, you know, a lecture hall, I'd sit down for, for a few minutes and then straight away I'd be onto Facebook or whatever else may be there in front of me as a, as a distraction. So I, I'd look down through the, through the study hall and I'd see hundreds, a hundred open laptops all playing some game or some, you know, Facebook. And then I'd see the lecturer standing at the front explaining all about economics and nobody was listening. I was kind of, you know, but if I had gone into the, the study hall at the start and been able to click something that blocked everything from my computer, where I had no option but to spend the 60 minutes learning, I'd at least have paid much more attention in, in, in lots of the lectures and so would everyone else. So we kind of decided that'd be a pretty cool application if you could kind of build that and, um, I don't know, roll it out through universities and even parents and stuff like that. So that was kind of it. I, I guess the, the problem was we were <laughs> free 18 year olds who hadn't a clue what to do. And, you know, we, we came across, you know, a whole load of problems, but um, one was kind of building it and you had, we kind of chose the wrong person to try and design it. And just a hundred different issues came up with the development of the app. And by the time, by the time we had it built, it was just too late. Like there's applications on Google and stuff that you could click that did the same thing. And it was just kind of one of those things where it just took us way too long. Um, one of my, one of my buddies, he, he actually took it on, changed it and created a whole new um, like social rewards platform. Um, and, and he kind of took that on on his own and then we connected again later. So yeah, that's kind of the story with the, with the university one. It was like, if nothing else, it was a brilliant experience. Like it was, it, it kind of showed you a few of the things that could go wrong and give you kind of some learnings that you can take with you going forward if you're going to sort of do something new again. So um, all positives. <laughs> mm, that's true. I mean, like, you know, man, like, you know, you have to like, uh, learn from your, you have to learn from your mistakes and like, you know, because like, you know, we all, we're going to, we're all going to make them eventually. So, I mean, yeah. And, uh, I'm not going to lie. The study buddy thing actually sounds pretty clever on paper. Like, I like, you know, it sounds really clever on paper where it's like, you know, you, you, um, uh, download this application and, uh, wait, was it an app? Was it an app or like, you know, was this supposed to be? Yeah, it, okay. It was like a, it was like an, an actual, like not an app on your phone, but like an application on your computer. So bear in mind, this was like 15 years ago. Um, ah, okay. Which sounds crazy as I'm 33, but like, yeah, it was, it was back when there was kind of no apps really. It was just kind of, you know, your computer. And if you were able to have something that you could put a timer 60 minutes and you could block all these websites, you're, you're pretty much not able to kind of do anything else, but listen. So now it would be impossible because <laughs> If you're not on your computer you're on your phone if you're not on your phone you're on your ipad so it just wouldn't it wouldn't work now but i think hopefully after 15 years we would have evolved it yeah honestly like you know that does definitely sound great on paper i mean like you know i know i know something that i i know something that i could have used like you know when i was in school but um yeah you know i'm out of school now so i mean you know i i, I passed so like you know, that's the important part. yeah we all got there in the end anyway so <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly um so yeah, so um, uh, okay. Do you travel often? Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I guess I've like, throughout my whole life of kind of whether it's been you know I, I I was in Australia for seven years, um, but other than that, I've always been someone who loves kind of going away on a holiday and whether it's to relax or kind of with your friends and things like that. I've kind of been, and I was lucky through school we got to go to, we got to go on a, a couple of really cool trips like um. We were in South Africa twice and uh, just with the school with rugby team. So got a lot of great opportunities to travel. And then obviously, yeah, like I love to love to travel away on, on holidays and see the sun mostly. Um, so, yeah. 
Okay. So, like, you know, my next question to you is, like, you know, if you can travel anywhere else in the world that you've never traveled to before, where would you go to and why? Oh, good question. Um, I think, like, Fiji's been on, on, on my kind of mind for a while, I, I guess. Uh, I see those. Uh, I see those little kind of huts that you can walk out on. <laughs> you can walk out the the wooden pathway, and you've got this little hut in the middle of some spectacular ocean. And I just, I, I always see these kinds of things come up with Fiji, and I just think it looks unbelievable. So I'd love to go to Fiji. Mm. All right, cool. All right, cool. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Fiji is a nice place too. It's like you know, I, you know, you have great taste. Have um, you been? What happened? Have you been to Fiji? Uh, no. I have, I have not been. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll go together someday. <laughs> yeah, like maybe. Yeah, like you know, maybe we can. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd also like to go to Japan or India. Like you know, I think they're those are two interesting places as well to like for to like go to. I don't know. I've yeah. I've just I've interviewed so many like for the first time around on this podcast. I've interviewed so many Indian people. Like you know, they piqued my interest. I was like, you know, maybe I'll go to India. You know, <laughs> it, definitely. Yeah. Both of those places I haven't been either, and I'd love to go as well. Yeah, and uh, Japan, I, I don't know. I've just watched I've watched so much an, anime in the past. And it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that and like, you know, I've watched a bunch of vlogs about it. And it's like, it just seems like a very nice place to be. And it's like, uh, all right, you know, I'll try it out. It's great. Yeah, I've heard good things. Uh, a few people, have, uh, a good few people I've known have been there. Um, <laughs> and I've heard some really good things. So, yeah, it's definitely another one that I'd like to do. Yeah, yeah, 100%. All right, so like... Uh, uh, how many startups in total did you have, like you know, in total? So, including staff at, at three. If you and also if you include the uh, the college one, I guess it's uh, it was kind of a smaller one. But um, then in Australia, I create. I, well, I kind of had a startup which was which was called Redeem Me. Uh, so what it basically was is it allowed small businesses to be able to use their customers' networks to be able to spread the word about the business. And so what we found was like, you know, a referral from a friend, like, oh, I was in this cafe, it was really good, you should go there, is a million times better than if an ad comes up for that cafe on your phone or on, on Facebook or whatever. So basically it rewarded customers in, in store for sharing their experience on social media. So the app automated everything. So basically you would, you would just press, you know, redeem free coffee. And then it would pop up and, and have like a kind of a selfie ready for you to go. And you would just take a selfie with you and your friend or whatever. And it would automatically post it on Facebook for you saying like, you know, at XYZ Cafe. Um, so you get your free coffee, but that cafe is then able to use your reach and your network to send a kind of a personal recommendation of that cafe to all their friends. So it's just much more powerful. So it's like you, if, if I posted that I was at some cafe, I'd have a few people text me like, why were you, why were you posting about being there? Was it really, really good? Because there's no reason why you would post something unless you were really happy with it. So I, we, think we found that the, like kind of your friend to friend referral through something like Facebook where you've got a really engaged network is much more powerful than an ad. And it's kind of free. So like if you use the app, you don't, you're not paying for ads or anything. You're giving them a free coffee and you're then getting access to their network. So yeah, I mean, that was it in, in a kind of a really basic sense. So it was kind of, it was an app called Redeem Me and businesses could sort of pay to pay a monthly subscription to be on the app and have like their own kind of section on it. So if you're in there, location services, it just kind of, you come up as the, the one to select and then it shows you the rewards and you can kind of redeem something and you get, yeah, you, in exchange, you're kind of, you post that you're there. So it's that simple. Um, and then I guess the, like the more complicated parts of it are like the back, 
the backend platform that the customer has access to is able to identify the influence score of the person. So like, let's say you're obviously a much, a much higher influencer than I am. So if the two of us went into a cafe, you might get like, you know, an 87% influence score based on your whole Facebook profile. Like if how much you post, how many likes you get, how much engagement you get, the percentage of likes versus engagement, stuff like that, you might get an 87% and I might get like a 52%. So if what it then did was it allowed the customers to identify their most valuable clients or most valuable customers, and then they could push out unique rewards through notifications and things like that to those people. Or even like my suggestion was sometimes like organize like a night, like a, I don't know, a, a, like a, a beer and wine evening for your VIP customers and invite them all. And, you know, they're all really happy, obviously, um, about being there. So and being a VIP and all that kind of stuff. And obviously everyone loves a free, free drink. So um, there was loads of kind of different things you could do with it then, but it allowed you to really know, okay, I never knew Mary was actually my highest influencer. And it might be based on her age, her interests in, in relation to your product. So sometimes it might be people that you don't, you don't expect. Um, but really, otherwise you're blind socially. Like you could talk to one person, you could be a hairdresser and talk to one person like you know, every three weeks for a year and have no idea the influence they have um, so it's kind of cool yeah being able to identify the influencers and being able to retarget them and use them to kind of push the brand even further and um, so that was kind of that was redeemed me and um, we did that for a couple of years in australia mm. all right well that that sounds that sounds pretty interesting and like uh you said the rewards were like you know they get like you know something for free like you know what was the reward exactly like the rewards part of it got kind of you know that was where some of the challenges were so it was like you know, some, someone might say well I don't want to give away a, a free car service or anything like that. So we sort of introduced lots of, we came across those challenges and we introduced some different things. So like to answer your question, like free coffee, free, you know, like 10% off your next purchase, like things like that were the, were the standard ones. Um, but we introduced like a donate to charity one. So what was kind of cool was like, instead of them giving away something for free, they were saying, we're going to donate to charity on your behalf. So and at the end of the month, they'd add up all of those rewards. So like if I went in there, you know, five euro, if you went in there, another five euro. And then basically people would be posting about being there. And the reward is that the company is going to donate to charity on their behalf. So there could be like thousands of euro at the end of the month or thousands of dollars in Australia. But there could be lots of lots built up. And then that company would then, you know, donate to charity. So it could be any any charity or whatever. But people felt really like I would be I would be much more happy pressing a reward and having something donated to charity and like getting it getting a free coffee maybe or something so well it depends depends on the day but <laughs> no i think uh, that that really kind of that that solved a few of those challenges um because yeah you don't have to give anything away and you don't have to sometimes diluting your product wasn't was a challenge for some companies they didn't want to dilute their product and they didn't want to give anything away for free so the charity thing kind of was one that really was great because it's kind of no matter what company it is, that's a, that's a, that's an awesome thing to do. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, it definitely is an awesome thing to do. And it's like, you know, that sounds, that sounds really, that sounds really cool. I mean, like that. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like, I like that app. Like, you know, is it, is it still around or like, you know, or um, is it? No. So what, what actually happened is this is like kind of a bit of a crazy story, but um, I was speaking at a, like a, an event for about social media and um, I met a guy there and he, he was the CEO of a, like an investment company. And we just kind of were chatting and we had a lot of, a lot of afterwards and we had a lot of kind of uh, similar interests and 
in, in the end, he was like, here, will you, will you kind of come into my uh, investment firm and like help me with my website? It was something kind of really small. And I was kind of thinking, uh, if, it, if it means I can go on a trading floor and see that and how it works, like, yeah, sure. So I, I was, I've always been into like, uh, like trading and, and stocks and like the finance, kind of financial stuff like that. So I was kind of, I was excited to go in and check it out. So I said, look, I'm happy. after the first time I went in there, I said, look, I'm happy to come in, you know, every so often and, and fix some stuff and like give you some advice if you show me how, how to trade, like how does it work? And he was, he said, you know, we've become kind of a little bit friends at the time. So he, he sort of said, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. So I did that for like literally two weeks. And then like, I came in like two or three days, like each week. And so he kind of got the idea that I was really keen on, you know, trading. And he just asked me, would I come and work with him full time? So like within like, within a month, I was in like kind of an investment firm as a, you know, I had to do my, I had to do more, I had to do exams, but I basically after like, a few months, I was a equities and derivatives advisor in there, and the company was going on in the background. So I kind of like, I told him, you know, can I can I do this and can I kind of run run the company at the same time? And he said he said no problem. So what I did was I just kind of kept it running, and like it was an extra source of income, and it was the way that the way the way it was structured was businesses were able to use the platform themselves. Like I didn't need to do anything. Like they might have a question on oh, Mark, how do I set up a new reward and how do I do this and that? So what I thought was being able to learn how to trade and like you know multiply multiply income and stuff like that over the next 50 years would be invaluable so i thought i'll keep the company running and i'll keep the customers and maybe add some new customers but just use it as like an extra like a revenue stream coming in and have my you know work in the work in the investment firm at the same time and then at some point you know people will drop off and it will just you know fizzle out and i thought that would be like a good way to go so by the time it started to fizzle out with like a year later and but i didn't then i was working in that company for 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 a year by then so it's like kind of like doing two things at the same time and um, that's that's kind of what happened to that i just kind of fell in love with trading and investing and i just wanted to take that further ah okay so you said you fell in love with like trading and investing uh yeah wow all right so um you still you still so you still invest like to this very day yeah, so I still do it all the time. It's um, I don't I don't trade as much as in, as invest. So I just you know, nothing 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 over complicated or, or or amazing. Just you know, buying and holding kind of stocks and keeping keeping an eye on different trends and everything that's going on. Because uh, I'm I, like I have stack now, which is you know obviously takes all of your time. So it's kind of like it's probably better off anyway. Because to be honest, investing is just a million times <laughs> safer and better than trading. You know, it needs to be a only, only a select few people are able to become really successful traders. It's a, it's a, it's a dangerous game. So it's probably, it's probably a good thing, but it's, um, yeah, it's kind of, you, you don't really have to monitor too much. Like you can spend a little bit of time just sort of researching different companies and what they're up to and the trends and just kind of let your portfolio like grow and build and, and stuff like that, make some minor changes the odd time. But most of my time would be obviously building stack, which is, you know, a huge, a huge thing as well. Mm, yeah, that's true. I'm not gonna lie. I've actually, I, I was actually considering investing too, because I think, I think is a, I think is a really good way to like, you know, um, you know, grow to like, you know, grow some in, some income as well. But it's like, I, I don't, I don't have enough. Well, that's it. it. Like exactly. I think it's kind of something that a lot of like, just quite a lot of people are scared of, and it's like you hear about all these like major catastrophes, and a lot of it comes from people 
being greedy and like overextending themselves and, you know, all the different types of leverage products you can use. And there's a lot of, um, a lot of nightmare stories out there. And a lot of it comes from people being greedy and like not being able to kind of hold, keep a hold of their emotions, lose some money and then try to get, try to get it back. And as soon as you're doing all that, then, then, you know, it's just, you fall into kind of the trap, that trap. So if you're someone who can just save and like, you know, put a little bit towards your accounts or your investments each month or each quarter or whatever it is, and you're just always adding to it, but it's within your means. It's not money that you're going to, you know, be desperate to have two months later and stuff like that. If you can just keep adding to it, like it's a normal, um, like it's a normal savings account and you're only investing in like, you know, really non-risky assets, like, you know, the, the overall indexes or EFTs, things like that. If you're just doing that, they're relatively safe, like, you know, in general. So you're kind of, it's really unlikely that over the course of five years, 10 years, that's not going to have increase in value. So if, if you can do, if you do it that way, like, and you can have some restraint and some patience and you're not going to get overly, you know, devastated if it goes down slightly and things like that, then it's just kind of something that everyone would be able to do. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It's like, look, um, literally anyone can do it. I think, I think it is, I think it is like, you know, easier that way. It's like, you know, I've, um, you know, I've been wanting to do it, but it's like, you know, I just, uh, well, I've been wanting to do it for a while. It's just like, you know, I don't have the, you know, money for money for that. Like, you know, to like, you know, just put in the account constantly. Cause like I have money, but it's like, you know, I have, I have some, I have some money saved up, but it's like, you know, if I put it like, you know, I need, I need something that I need something that's coming in, like, you know, that's coming in like constantly. That's uh, so I can like put a little bit of money towards that account. So it's like, you know, I can, you know, just keep, you know, treating it like, you know, it's a regular savings account, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's almost like a kind of a, a second pension. You know, if you look at it that way, then you can, you know, you, you can be, be really kind of smart with your money. You can actually, like a pension is something that accumulates over, you know, 40 years and everyone has to have one. You know, it's like, it's crazy if you don't have a pension. But then at the same time, over 90%, like a lot, of, a, lot a big percentage of those same people will be like, oh no, I couldn't invest. It's like, well, it's the same kind of thing. It's just, you know, the pension does it in a really safe way over the course of 40 years where you just put little bits into it all the time and it grows because it's, it's, it's invested into safe and diverse securities and assets. And you can kind of, you know, you, you know, it's going to end up being something you can retire with. So, you know, why can't you do that with your own personal money? If it's like, like you said, though, like you have, it has to be kind of excess. It has to be extra money that you, you know, you're making that you don't need. Uh, and you're not going to need for years because it needs to be something that you're looking at as a really, really long-term thing and not like a, like, not like a, let's throw, let's throw a load of money into some obscure cryptocurrency and let's hope it's 10 times more valuable tomorrow. Like all that kind of stuff is, is absolutely, you know, not what I'm talking about and complete opposite. But if you're looking to do something that's safe and long-term, then it's basically another pension. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Yeah. And that's what I was thinking of myself. Like, you know, um, I, I want to do something that's, uh, you know, both safe and safe and long term and it's like you know um yeah plus like you know if i'm not doing if i'm not really like doing anything if i'm not really doing anything else like you know i can um maybe somewhat maybe somewhat like you know go to that go to that but it's like you know not com not completely you know like take some of it out yeah take some of it out like just yeah i mean like, and pre that's... like pretty much um yeah. you know just in case like uh you know i you know don't have any like uh don't have any like you know more 
money, more like, you know, money, money. And I just have to like, you know, take some out of that. Yeah. account. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's obviously not like a pension that way where you can, just, you can, you can get it anytime you like. So it, it's just kind of, it can be your safety net as well. And obviously you don't want to have to take anything out of it because it's the whole point is it grows over a long period of time. But yeah, of course, if you like, if you need it, you can always get it. And that's, that's kind of the, that, that's kind of the advantage of that. And like some, some people say it's actually really nice to, you know, maybe once a year to actually take some out, even if you don't need it, because it kind of, it, it keeps you really kind of satisfied and excited and happy with the fact that you're doing it in the first place, you know? So it's like, it's kind of like a tiny reward or like, you know, something kind of gives you a bit of satisfaction that you've been doing it and happiness about it. So some people say, just, you know, take a little, a little percentage of it out each year and just keep like for that reason. So yeah, both of those things would be good. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, of course I wouldn't want to take it out, but you know, it's like, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, may, yeah. Like I would like to, you know, maybe hold it like, you know, for like, maybe if I, if I can like, just take it out like every two years at best, like, you know, but yeah, that's like, I, I wouldn't want to take it out often. Pretty yeah, much. Exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. So like, you know, my next, um, my next question to you is like, you know, if you can take back any mistake, any mistake that you've made, like, you know, what would it be and why? Oh, any mistake I've made. I don't know. It's kind of, it's a tough one. I, I constantly, I mean, I'm fighting with this one, but leaving Australia, um, just because it's like, I don't know if you've ever been, but Australia is just like the best place in the world, I think. And I really loved it there, you know, for, for seven years. And it came to kind of a time when I thought I'll come back to Dublin and I'll, I'll settle down here. Like, I don't regret coming back, I guess, but I do, I do think it's probably something that I, I did live with a lot of regret over the next couple of years. It was cold in Dublin and it was, <laughs> it was like, nothing was really going on the time I came back. I just landed straight into winter. Um, and I was just kind of thinking, what have I done? You know? So uh, I think that's kind of, that's kind of one that I, I would bring up, but like, I don't know. I don't really have too, I don't have a huge amount of regrets from being honest. Like I, Oh yeah, no. That, I think oh, lots, oh, yeah, no, of, lots of lots of mistakes, lots of mistakes and stuff like you said. But um, I don't know. I feel like I I, I try to I try to turn them in. I try to turn everything into a positive and try to see the the kind of silver lining on things. And I focus on that and I try to try to get something good out of it. So I just when when someone asks me like, oh, what's, what's your uh, what's your regrets? What's your thing? I just I I, I kind of I find it hard to find one because I'm just constantly trying to do the opposite. <laughs> but. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. Definitely Australia is, a, is one that I struggled with for a couple of years where I thought, what have I done? What a massive mistake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'll be honest. And that's, com and that's completely fine. Like, you know, um, I ask people this for a reason. I, I actually do. I, because I actually am interested in like, you know, what they say. Like, you know, some people say like, you know, they don't regret anything. Some people say, um, you know, because, you know, made them into the person they are today. And uh, yeah. So it's like, you know, if you don't really have like, you know, any major regrets, like, you know, that's completely fine. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't, I, and it's like it's kind of a question that that gets asked, and like you make hundreds of mistakes all the time, but it's just um, I don't know. That's a positive thing, so it's kind of I don't have any kind of I don't have any huge major mistakes. There's there's an app that I thought of like three or four years ago, and I won't say it because I'm still thinking about <laughs> maybe having it. So, but um, someone told me it would be a little bit too expensive to build, and I just thought, okay, cool, and then. Uh, I just, I, I just feel like uh, I'm kind of one of those people where uh, if I don't do something, kind of annoyed at myself. Then, so I kind of feel like if I, if I, if I, the, the risk for me is like the other way around. If the risk is not doing it as opposed to doing it, 
So I'm kind of like that. I, I, I won't go into what the app is or anything like that, but it's it's kind of something where I really, really wish I took the risk and done it. Because um, I kind of genuinely think it would be something that could have been a big deal. Um, but I can still do it. So let's 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 try and do it now. <laughs> no, yeah, man. Like, you know, I believe in you, man. And, um, you know, whatever this app is, like, you know, I, I hope you do get it done. Like, you know, no matter how expensive it is, uh, I I hope you do get it done. Like, I, I, like, you know, whatever it is, I feel like it would be very beneficial. Um, and yeah, you still, you still like, you know, you can still do it too. It's like you said, I mean, you know, it, yeah. can, it can still happen eventually, you know, it's just, yeah, it's not, it's not something, yeah, it's not something that like, you know, it's some, if I didn't, it would have been better if I did it three years ago, but it still can be done now. So maybe I'll look into it and, and a bit, a bit harder, but I've, I've got to focus on like, you know, that's one of my, one of my weaknesses is like trying to focus on too many things and trying to do like too many, have too many ideas and not really kind of be really focused on what needs to be done right now. And what like the, you know, the focus on the current strategy and not be kind of thinking about all these other things we could do. And you just end up trying to do too much and you, you, you're never kind of really doing one thing. Well, you're doing, you know, 50 things kind of badly. So I, I think I need to just sometimes focus on, on the present, but a stack is something that I like, you know, it's, it takes all of, all of your time and energy and it's really exciting. So I don't really have kind of, at, at this moment, I don't have like a, you know, a desire to like go and do something else because I'm kind of getting everything I, I could want out of what we're doing at the moment, like working with really great people. And um, my two co-founders are just both so amazing. And it's just, it's great working with them. And we've hired some people who are awesome as well. So it's kind of like every day is kind of, you know, it's kind of gives you what you want out of your work. So um, yeah, I don't really have kind of, don't really have any kind of major desire to do anything else. Hmm. All right. All right, man. Like I completely understand that. I mean, as long as you're having fun, like, you know, it doesn't really, you know, I, I get it, but it's like, you know, then but it's like, you know, you, yeah, the fact that you like, you know, think about it a lot. I mean, you're, you're clearly thinking about like the present and like, you know, what you can do, like, you know, further, further than the present. Like you're also thinking about the future and like, I can respect that too. So it's like, you know, Hey, hey yeah. but, if, but if like, you know, if you don't have a desire to do it now, that's fine. That's fine. Like, you know, you're, you're yeah. And the, There'll be new ideas, you know, new, new things pop up all the time and new ideas and new people. So you know, there's always going to be ideas. You just have to can't lose kind of sight of what you're trying to accomplish right now and always trying to think about what's next. You won't be able to kind of enjoy or focus on, on, the, on, the, on the present and make sure you're doing that well first. Yeah, of course, 100%, man. Like, you know, um, once again, whatever you do, man, like, you know, I, I wish you the best. I mean, I, I know you're going to do great. Cheers. Cheers. I appreciate that. Anytime, man. Anytime. All right. So my last question to you is like, you know, um, what or who inspired you to move forward with what you're doing right now and why? Oh, there's two, if I, honestly, so many people, like, um, like I mentioned, I met that guy, um, won't mention him, but, uh, he, he's kind of a guy who like everything I've, everything, I've, every move I've made is, hasn't really been really because of like a product or hasn't been, you know, because of a particular industry or, you know, it has something to do with it, but every, every kind of place I've gone to has been because of a particular person or leader that I can learn something from. And like, so literally, you know, two or three different guys in, in uh, Australia, um, a couple of people I met in my, in a previous company I worked for here in Ireland. And, you know, I kind of think there's like, there's probably six or seven people where they've just been unbelievable at what they're, at what they do. And I just basically just attached myself to, to them and just, uh, you know, try to try to learn as much as I possibly could from them and take things that they do well away and like try and add it to what I'm able to do. And so I'm, at this point now, I kind of think I'm a bit of a like mix of a good few people. Um, 
that's that kind of where 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 leaders in, in what they were doing. Um, so I can yeah, there's 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 four or five people where I just think they're 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 amazing, and they were able to kind of they were able to give me tools that I needed to kind of go and build something myself. Um, so yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, it's great to hear, man. Um, and once again, like you know, I'm I'm glad those like you know uh, two people like you know really encourage you to like you know move forward with like what you're doing right now. And yeah, I mean, you wouldn't be where you are today, like you know, if you weren't at least encouraged a little bit by like you know someone or, or even yourself. Doesn't matter who, like you know, as long as you are encouraged and as long as you have that drive to work hard, man. Like I, I feel like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. If you if you have the kind of if you have the drive to work hard and. You know, you're kind of a little bit passionate about what you do, but if you just surround yourself with the right people, like that's really key, I think. Like people are too worried about like kind of money all the time or like think different types of things. But if you just literally surround yourself with the right people, you'll just watch, you'll just you'll just see things happening for you. Um so yeah, I I just hope I can I hope I can be that for other people now, um, while we're kind of building our business and hopefully hopefully people can learn something from me or take something that I do away and, and none of my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, like, you know, it's, I think it's like I said before, like, you know, mistake, you, you need to at least make at least one mistake in your life in order to like, you know, really grow. But if you don't make any mistakes at all, like, you know, that you're just, I, I, I don't know if, if I should call that fortunate or just like, I don't really know what, to, what I should call that, but it's like, you know, if you don't make uh, an mistakes, alien, I'd say you're not human. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like most likely, but, um, yeah. Okay. And uh, with that being said, that was it. Ah, I can't talk today. That was it for today's podcast. Mark, I appreciate you for coming on and talking to me. Um, yeah, like this was, this was a fun talk, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasure. Thanks for, thanks for having me. And, and hopefully we can do it again soon. Uh, yeah, most likely I'm, I'm probably, I'm on the process of like, you know, um, inviting like, you know, some, um, uh, older, like older guests that I had before, like back on the podcast and like, you know, you're definitely going to be one of them too you know when i'm done like you know, anytime anytime like you know when i'm done like you know you know interviewing other like new people like you know i'm i'm on the like process of like you know inviting like old guests back just like talking with them and uh yeah yeah sure let me know anytime all right cool all right i'll definitely hit you back but uh yeah like you know you have a great rest of your uh what is it where you're at right now day like you know is it like in the day is it evening like night um yeah it's like it's like 25 to 5 so we've got We'll probably we'll probably have a little bit more work to do, and then we might go for for a few drinks, and uh, then we've got we've got work tomorrow, and then we're done we're done for the Christmas. Ah, okay, got you, got you, got you. All right, so you have a great rest of your um great rest of your day, day. All right. Cheers, Eric. You too. All right, you too. Thanks for having me. Anytime, anytime. All right, bye.